your eyes up, don't get all tied up Hope you wise up the multiple lies of the multi-faceted, multi-complex system of living that people are living Stuck in inertia, that's a diversion, government worship, instead we are searching Ancient mysteries, ancient history, sacred energy, and how to discern it Human autonomy, truth and philosophy, UFOlogy, human psychopathy, super anomalies, human ecology You got lobotomies up in your consciousness, all the thoughts that we've been dancing around The system wants to blow your candle out, but we won't let it We reject it with our pathetic lies, so we chant it down Welcome to Chan It Down Radio, where we deprogram from the deep program. I'm your host, Loomis. ChanItDownRadio.com is the website, and this is episode 199. It's part two of a talk with Ole Demigard. And this is a continuation of what I'd called the 21st century, the magician's trick, because the last 20 years of our life or so has basically been one big stage show. So here we have part two, and we're getting close to episode 200 on this show. So stay tuned for that. And without further ado, enjoy more of the great Ole Demigod. So one of the ways they do it, once again, also with this PTSD thing, is that I found over the years that... uh, uh, you know, it's it's like I categorize everything to be able to really look. I, I gather thousands of photos of every single crime. I even got a, a research vault that is like almost six terabyte of hundreds and hundreds of cases, absolutely perfectly categorized. This is also why whatever I'm asked about, give me like 32 seconds. I can just, okay, fine, I'm up to date. And that's why I've been, I mean, I've been into like, 1,100 times, something like that. I don't think more than once or twice have I said something that was not correct. And I then afterwards I corrected it because I was just, my memory was not good that day. Anyway, so where was I? I totally lost it. Talking about color coding and fear and lowering the energy of people. Yeah. So I started... I, yeah, on crime scenes, a lot of shoes, most of the Nike shoes, and they're always right in the center of the image. But it's like you see a crime scene in the background. How do you know it's a crime scene? Because there are police cars, fire brigade is there, something yeah. like that. The lights are going like that, and you got plastic cordons. That is a crime scene. No, it's not. It's vehicles. It's a plastic strip. It's just vehicles. Do you know that something has actually happened there? You have no idea. But you look at it, oh my God. And so all of these photos, and then there's a shoe 
there's a shoe. And so I started collecting shoes and I had a special folder and I just put them in the shoe folder. And I was like, what is going on with all of these shoes? And they're sometimes lying outside the crime uh, scene as well. And I mean, I don't get it. Like you had the Dayton, Ohio shooting where they said it was mass shooting outside a, a bar. And there's like 54 trainers on a parking lot. So I'm asking you, how did exactly did that happen? Because the last time I was shot, I didn't sort of like fly out of my shoes and the shoes were left on the ground <laughs> when I was hit, hit by a car. It's not like they just fall off. So 54 of them in a pile. What is that? Uh, what was the symbol of the Las Vegas shooting? It was a boot. It was a cowboy boot with the American flag on. Well, there's a psychological operation for you. Or the New York, New York Times photo, the photo from the Las Vegas mass shooting was a Nike trainer and a pool of blood. It's, and it's just in the hundreds, in the hundreds that I found these shoes. So I started really looking into them because I'm, I'm like, what is going on here? And I did a show about them as well. I did multiple shows. I even had one that is called the soulless shoes of death, where I've just shown all of the areas where shoes are connected to death. They're, and they're just lying there. That, you know, alleged to plane crashes, alleged to this and and um, women being beaten to death in their, in their house and home and immigrants found dead, you know, by the Mexican border and stuff. And the shoes there, the shoes there, the shoes there, the shoes there, the shoes there. And Nike more or less all the time. So I started doing shows about that. And one day I was contacted by a, a Freemason. Uh, anonymously he contacted me and said do you know these shoes are actually part of the rituals and I said please inform me what, what rituals and he said just like in Freemasonry uh, when we do our rituals <clears throat> we have one trouser leg up and then uh, also the the uh, the symbolism of shoes is like one shoe off means that that person is doing it voluntarily. Two shoes off means that it's uh, part of the homage to the sacred space where this ritual is carried out. So I'm like, whoa, okay, that was a whole new um, level of understanding what's going on because you will see that so many of these um, alleged, uh, like for instance, you have car attacks and stuff like that in Melbourne and Times Square and so on. And you see these people are said to have been hit by this car and yet they're without shoes or one shoe is off or two shoes off and, and so on. And the shoes are all over the place. Sometimes it's uh, like at the uh, Charlottesville car attack, they say, you, you see that the car is said to have crashed into the car. Then when he reverses away, suddenly a red Nike shoe falls off the front of the car, right in front of the camera, and boom, the red shoe. They even use them in Mission Impossible and stuff like that, where Tom Cruise is like, boom, and then somebody gets hit, and what is left there? The shoe. Wow. Uh, so the, the shoe also, I want to point out, the uh, very, very important move is Wag the Dog. Yes. Wag the dog. If you want to understand what's going on in Ukraine, watch Wag the Dog. And the shoe is super uh, uh, important in that whole movie. It's, they're actually showing it. Anyway, so I was doing uh, a show once with uh, 
my brother, um, uh, Cody Snodgrass, who's a former uh, CIA operative, black op for more than 22 years. He was uh, one of the people, uh, he was actually uh, approached to do the Alfred P, uh, P. Murray building uh, uh, blow up uh, one year before they, they blew that building up. He was your approached biological to do brother? the job and refused. Was it no, your biological? The, the, the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But is yeah, this your biological was, brother? No, no, no. Oh. But he is my soul brother. Oh, no. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, my my fault. But anyway, so uh, he's been in the CIA from the early 70s and onwards. I mean, this guy is so, so, and he's an incredible whistleblower. I helped him step forward. He had, we've done hundreds of interviews where it's just mind-blowing, the information he has. And anyway, so we were doing a show and I mentioned the shoes and he said, you know, I think there's another level here that you have not uh, taken into uh, consideration. And he said, in mind control operation, Mind control is where uh, these agencies since the early 50s at least have been trying to find ways of controlling the mind of individuals so that they can use them as patsies, sometimes even assassins to, to, to do whatever. The way they do it is they find somebody who is very, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, easily hypnotized, who has a, a weak uh, will in, in themselves, and so we're easily manipulated. And so what they do is they break these individuals down uh, through horror, absolute horror, very traumatic, like uh, rape or torture. And, and so, and the reason they do that is because what they found out over the years is that when the pain is too intense, when the trauma is too intense, the personality was just like, ah, and boom, suddenly you have got a new personality created. This is one of the reasons where some very heavily abused children have started have developed multiple personality uh, disorders and stuff. But it's through this these traumatic events. It's I don't know how it happens, but it's the mind's or the soul's way of trying to escape severe pain. So the CIA, uh, Mossad, and other agencies have been using these methods to create assassins or mind-controlled individuals you've seen it in many many movies uh, the Manchurian candidates and others like that so so Cody said what they do is that uh, they need a trigger they need something so that they can uh, very um, concisely choose which personality because you have got one personality totally normal and then they need a trigger a so-called trigger to activate the other one and it, it as the other person that's the person they can control that's the person they have trained that's the person they can get to do stuff and then once they carried out the operation they switch them back to the original personality and sometimes that personality have no idea what the other one has done it's very, very bizarre. But anyway, so the trigger is very important. And what Cody said, what, what they do when they torture people or rape or whatever to get to that state, they show something uh, constantly. Like it can be, can be a song like Mary Had a Little Lamb. It can be a symbol. It can be something that they, their psychic uh, connects to the trauma and so they repeat it, they repeat it, they repeat it. And then in the end, they just have to show the symbol and boom, you, the person go into a traumatic state of fear and click, they go into the other personality, a trigger. So 
uh, you, I'm sure you've seen uh, movies, Hollywood movies and stuff. Yep. You've got like Jason car Bourne. mechanic, Jason Bourne, Jason Bourne, according to CIA whistleblower Chip Tatum are very, very, very spot on. These movies, he said, very accurate, take away the Hollywood action type of movie, but very accurate with sleeping assets, the way the whole thing is set up and stuff. So interesting movies. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> but anyway. So he said, Cody said, if you look at the use, the uses of shoes, it's at least from the alleged Holocaust and onwards, where we've been shown like a mountain of shoes. And so we ask, what is that? And they say it's evidence of a million people died, six million people died. When you look at it, like with an open mind, no, it's a heap of shoes. It's a pile of shoes that is connected with a story, true or not, that's another one. But the shoes have been used there to trigger our emotions. It's like, oh my God, I'm in this concentration camp. Look at all the shoes. <gasps> oh, I've been there. I've been traveling to a lot of these concentration camps and now I have a totally different understanding of what actually went down there when it comes to that. But anyway, the shoes. Then you have the Korean War images of shoes just left. You have the Six-Day War in uh, Israel and, and Egypt. Right out in the middle of, of the desert, there are all of these shoes left, you know, boots, army boots. I don't know about you, but if you've been to a desert area, the last thing you take off your shoes, they will, you will boil, your feet will boil. So why are they left there? Then you had the Balkan War, piles of shoes, uh, the Vietnam War, shoes, shoes, shoes. And then we get into the area of these force like operations. And so the shoes, 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 shoes. So what Cody said is like the way he uh, believed what's going on, and I totally agree with him is that for such a long time, we have, uh, our mind have seen horror. And then what we're seeing is like some kind of dead person or blown up plane or crash or whatever. And our mind goes saying, oh my God, oh my God. And I interviewed this psychiatrist and he said, or psychologist, and he said that one of the things that we're, we're fascinated by our own destruction. So we, we want to see blood, but we don't want to see blood. We want to see like a torn off hand, but we don't want to see it. You know, that's also the fascination with horror movies, I think. So it's like, but he said, well, the mind does the eye look for it. And then when he sees it, oh my God. And then the eyes are looking for something safe to rest on. And so it's just looking for places to escape. And there is where they place the shoe. So you get like a double action. Boom, the horror has happened. And then your eye go, oh my God, but the shoes there. And that triggers the trauma because you it's been in the hundreds and hundreds. Death and the shoe, death and the shoe, death and the shoe, death and the shoe, death and the shoe. And Nike is there all the time. Nike is one sinister company that is connected to the CIA in ways that is unbelievable, by the way. So anyway, so these shoes, had, I started pointing them out. And it's spread to millions of people all over the world. So now the shoes are becoming a joke. It's like, uh, it's unbelievable. People are sending me photos of, of shoes all, all the time. And it's now it's ebbing out. So now they're in the process, I believe, of trying to, to maintain the same type of fear trigger, but with other objects. So they try very lamely to use bicycles. So you have bicycles that are turned over, like in the middle of the crime scene, 
there's suddenly a bicycle, even though it might be a place where there's no bicycles. Or from, from the Ukraine, you will see bicycles again. Or other alleged attacks, the bicycle, the bicycle looks straight right in the middle of the photo. And also baby cars. That's uh, that's another one they're trying to. But it's they've, they've used the other ones for like 50, 60 years. And so it's a, it's a slow start to get it over to the other ones. And I'm trying to point it out as soon as possible for so people start becoming aware of it. And often also it's color coded. So it's purple baby cards or it's purple shoes or it's purple uh, whatever or magenta. So this is one of the things that is going on now on a big scale. Well, so I don't know if you've heard of this, but there's supposedly a, a pedophile ring called the Red Shoe Club. I learned that, I think it was on Mark, Mark Passio may have shared that. Yeah, then no, no, it's, it's Macaulay Culkin kind of exposed it too. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really horrific uh, area. It's like when you go into get into Pizzagate and the pedophile global uh, area, these red shoes are said to be made of baby skin. And, and uh, I mean, it's really, really, really dark. Yes. But uh, yeah, but the, the, these are not trainers. They are shoes, red shoes. And it's sort of like a club for these, uh, yeah, special so VIPs. Yeah. And then, and then there's a, a, a rapper named, Nar or singer named uh, Nas X. And he had, his satanic shoes. He had like pentagrams on his Nike shoes and drops of blood in the soles. I remember that. That wasn't too long ago. You know, they released uh, the first uh, Nike edition with blood on that I know was released on November 13 when the Bataclan mass shooting took place in France. And then Nike has just over and over and over and over again with the, when you start really studying Nike, that is one very, very weird company. And now back to the Buffalo shooting. Look at, there were no shoes. Yes, there was. If you go down on Google Maps and you look at that exact uh, supermarket, you will see at the entrance of it, there is a shoe. There's a shoe lying there right in the center of the image on Google Maps. And then, so you say, I'm like, come on, Google Maps, they could never do I'm sorry they do. I've, I've tracked them down over and over again. When the, for instance, when the uh, alleged car bomb went off in Nashville, that was uh, just oh, before yes. the Cap Capitol Hill shooting. That was the where I found the clue where I pointed out the Capitol Hill shooting five days before it actually happened. That's one of them where... I was on a former Navy SEAL Michael Jaco's show and I said, next one, Capitol Hill, Capitol Hill, please be aware. And he, because he was going there and then boom, Capitol Hill happened. Absolute 100% staged event as well. So anyway, so yep. um, yeah, in at that, exactly where it said that this car bomb went off in Nashville, Tennessee, this yellow um, RV, when you go down Google Map, because you have to understand millions of people are going to look on Google Maps to locate the see and just see for themselves. And what was right there? A Coca-Cola truck. And it was not, so you say, yeah, but maybe the Coca-Cola truck was just driving. No, there were orange cones around it. They, do you know, do you, these type of things, boom, right there. These things, when, when Google, Google is heavily involved in these weird, weird things. 
you you have um, yeah. there were at the Bataclan shooting in Paris there were other cafes where they said the mass shootings occurred and when you I mean I went to Paris I I tried to go to these locations as soon as possible if I can but I'm like only a one man band but anyway so uh, when you went there when I looked at the the photos from these different cafes in the photos they had pushed in manipulated images that was so demonic and and like part of pointing in certain directions among you know like oh here's a, a pizza here's a, a pancake here's a cup of coffee and here boom there's that one so they're putting it out there they're pushing it right in front of our face all the time yeah well and i, I can well, Sorry, please. I've noticed that they leave it so sloppy sometimes. So I did a 20th anniversary of 9-11 and it turned into a comedy show and it didn't, even, it didn't even mean to be that funny, but it just was like the absurdity of some of these things they're saying. It's like they leave it there though on purpose. So there is a group of us that, that catches on almost. That, that sometimes I've thought that. It's like, are they kind of communicating to a few smarter sleuths out there that can pick it up and say, ha, we're doing this just to communicate as what they call it preemptive programming or, or uh, not that, but trying to basically be responsible and, you know, put it out there before they're actually going to do it or just let us know they're doing it. Or, you know, is that what it is? Uh, I was really confused as well, because just like you say, many of these things, it's like better than Monty Python. It is so bad. It is such crap, you know? So it's like, I mean, sometimes I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then I was contacted in the fall of 2014 by an insider. I still don't know who he was, uh, who told me he had followed me for years. He said, you're doing great, but you're missing out on the clues. I was like, what do you mean clues? He said, in the forensic evidence, they always leave hidden clues about upcoming attacks. I was like, what? Why on earth would anyone do such a stupid thing? And then he explained to me that the, the forces that are carrying out these operations are super scared of the law of karma. What you do comes right. back to you. And so he said, the way they interpret this law I'm not saying that I, I agree or understand it, but he said to me, the way they interpret this law is that if they show us what they're going to do, even in subtle ways, and we don't react, then the bad karma comes on our, we indirectly consent to what they're doing, and then the bad karma is on our shoulders, not theirs. So in their selfish ways, they have to show us what they're doing. So that's why they're showing it. That is why they're pushing it at all times, but they're trying to hide it at the same time. But the bigger, the bigger the operation, the more they have to show it. It's almost like it's in, in ratio to the, the, how big this operation is. So for 9-11, I mean, I have found, I don't think I exaggerate if there's like hundreds of clues that were pointing in movies, in music and lyrics in newspapers in i mean all over the place pointing 9-11 9-11 9-11 9-11 and boom then it happened and and so when they're sloppy sometimes yes they're sloppy i think it's low budget uh, because sometimes these are or 
we have messed up their timeline and they need to speed it up in some other area. You know, many of these, uh, like the Buffalo thing, like that, oh God, it's like, it's like a $500 budget. That is, they don't even try. They, they don't even make an effort. Um, but then you got real big ones like 9-11, absolutely super advanced. The Kennedy assassination, I mean, we're still confused after so many years. That is a high level, fantastically pulled off ambush where you have to applaud them if you enjoy these kind of things. I mean, it's, it's macabre, but a masterpiece. And then you have a lot of crap uh, that is floating around. That's just like, it's not even, so when, when new stuff happens, I'm like, really, again, the Brooklyn subway station. <sighs> okay, let's have a look. And boom, and yes, and there's the color, and there's the same person who's dead there, who's now being interviewed. Yes, yes, yes. And that reporter was in that. <laughs> And the Sherpa, oh, God, give me a break. And here's the purple tie. And yes, we had to make new anti-gun laws. And yes, he was radicalized by his uh, stepmother or whatever. It's the same, the same, the same. It's like watching the same Rambo movie like 108 times in a row. Please come up with some new ideas, some kind of imagination. But since so many of us are in sleep mode or zombie mode, I don't know what's going on. They don't have to make an effort. So they just put it on replay and then they just move it and then boom. Yep. So I just want to point out that, uh, you know, up to date, I've predicted up to 64 of these attacks only thanks to this insider. Had it not been for him telling me that that's what they're actually doing, I would never have noticed. I would never have seen it. But because he did it and then Charlie Hebdo happened and some other that fit in that, that was when I started, oh my God, he was actually truthful. This is going on. So that's the first time in... in uh, January of 2015, that was the first time I stepped forward, put myself on the line. I mean, making an absolute idiot of myself, possibly. But that was the first time I, I uh, precisely predicted uh, an operation. That was the alleged mass shooting in Copenhagen. I did that one month exactly on the date before it happened. So after that, I and then there was one plan in Florence, Italy, just a few days later, I picked that one as well. And that was like, I thought, oh my God, is this is really happening. That is what they're doing. So it's such a blessing indirectly that they have to do these things because then it's just up for us to find it. It's up to us, you know, find the clues and do it as fast as possible and inform as many people as possible so that we can manage to stop this madness. Yeah, and uh, and uh, that's why my my last name became a verb. <laughs> I didn't make it like that. Or people started hashtag Damagod or hashtag Damagod, and I'm going to do some Damagoding and find the clues. And this is I've got this amazing, wonderful network of people all over the world who are are sending stuff to me, who are pointing it out to you, who are really getting really good at it, and also offering. You know, there was just this shooting and wherever, you know, New Orleans or Toronto or whatever. I live two miles down the road. Do you want me to go down there? What would you like me to do? And I'm always like, please go down, take photos of everything. I mean, every single me square meter because things that 
might look totally unimportant can be of extreme value. You know, like sometimes you have like a parking meter that is not supposed to be there. That parking meter could be the one where they uh, hit the explosives for the bomb or something like that. If you have before and after photos. And so anything can be of importance to a geek like this one. Well, that's great. You have this network out there helping because that's what we need. We need more of that. Now I noticed as soon as COVID came in, there were no more ISIS attacks in the Middle East and there were, there were no more mass shootings. In fact, I was wondering, I was wondering, where are all the Matt crazy shooters now? Why hasn't, you know, during the height of COVID, I was like, why hasn't anyone got up to a government building and blown it up or sniped out a politician while they're flexing their power and putting these draconian laws in? I, I mean, I, I even made a point um, with my kids at the grocery store talking loud so someone else would hear me i was like what happened to isis where'd they go just to get other people to start thinking like yeah where, what happened to that what happened to that fear it's like disappeared and the mass shooting's gone it's almost like they couldn't focus their energy on anything but uh that one false flag COVID, and everything else they just they just decided to close the operations for a while yeah, it's amazing. I mean, COVID is the healer of the world. I mean, people stop dying of heart attacks and cancer and uh, car attack, uh, car accidents. And I mean, even meth labs were blown up and they call and they blamed it on, on COVID. I mean, it was incredible. And ISIS suddenly, suddenly they were not radicalized anymore and they were not pissed off anymore. They stopped chopping the heads of people. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And by the way, ISIS is a creation by the U.S. State Department and uh, uh, CIA Mossad, backed by Saudi money, uh, always also uh, sponsored by Toyota. Every single photo you see of ISIS uh, I, I, or Al-Qaeda, if there's a vehicle in the image, it will be a Toyota. I can guarantee you, guarantee you, and guarantee you. And by the way, ISIS stands for Israeli Secret Intelligence Services. That is the name where it came from. And so ISIS is um, interesting, just like you say, because where the hell did they go? Maybe all of them caught COVID through the CPR, to PCR test that Kerry yeah. Mullen said that invented it, doesn't work at all. And then he died. But anyway, so it's a really good question. And ISIS out of the window. Why? Because they only need people to be afraid. It doesn't, you don't have to have multiple reasons to be afraid. As long as we are afraid, we obey and we do as they say. So Kobe came in on stage and shebang, ISIS went out the window. Then after a couple of years, when people were sort of like, uh, hello, I've taken like 18 boosters and I'm still not protected. And I'm still, uh, you know, what is the point of it? It's like the whole fear thing. Yeah, but now it's Omricron and now it's Capricorn and now it's Capricorn and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, a Delta this and Delta that. When you when they use all of these things, what are they going to do? How are they going to keep you in this fear mode? And guess what? We had first, we had the whole truck thing in Canada. Very sorry to say, absolutely led by them. Uh, and so many beautiful, fantastic people joined, not understanding they were actually being led by the Piper into doing the work for them, which is to destroy and stop all kinds of transports and food deliveries and all of these things. They got us to do it against ourselves. 
you had to give it to them. And then the people who were standing up with these convoys suddenly started getting harassed by authorities, not the leaders, because sorry, they chickened out and disappeared, but all of the other ones. So when the whole uh, caravan, uh, we're going to trucking, we're going to go truck, truck, truck all over the place. Then what happened in on stage came the war in Ukraine. Before that, there has been a secret war against Bitcoin, I would very strongly suggest, where some of the parts of that war was the demolition of a building in Miami, oh, yes. uh, where they killed uh, uh, the family of the, uh, the, the sister-in-law's family of the president of Paraguay. Also the, the Tonga volcanic explosion that was 500 times stronger than the bomb over uh, Hiroshima. 500 times stronger and where there was like 80, 67,000 lightning strikes. Uh, that's 100, no, 87,000 lightning strikes during the eruption, uh, which was 167 strikes per minute against the side of the volcano. That is not natural. That is harp. That is yeah. a totally different kind of scenario. But that was just when Tonga said, we're going to be the second uh, country in the world who gonna uh, gonna go make uh, Bitcoin legal tender. Then Kazakhstan was the next one. Boom! I predicted that in November, and then the Ukraine I predicted in December, and boom, that happened. But the I'm not sure why we came. Yeah, but what I was saying is that you have the whole. It's a matter of keeping the attention somewhere away from them, their whole agenda, the people behind them where some front players, absolutely not the one at the top, uh, Klaus Einel Schwab, uh, Bill Kill, Kill Bill Gates, and these type of individuals, they're just front players. Yep. They're, you know, they're not the real ones. They're not the ones we should focus on. Absolutely not. But they're still not very nice people, and they're messing with us big time. So anyway, we're up against them, and they're trying to take over the world. We're talking global control, of all areas of life. It goes under the name of Agenda 21. If you don't know what that is, it's in your face. They want control of everything, everything, oh, yes. and you should be happy. All water, all air, all earth, all property, all energy, all media, all police, all military, you name it, including, did I say all inventions also, including the property ownership of your children. There you go, and you should be happy. <clears throat> so that's Agenda 21, and there's more than 174 countries that are under that umbrella pushing forward this agenda. <clears throat> so this is what they want, but they don't want us to become aware of it. So they're trying, look over here, look over here, look over here, look over right. here. And so this is one of the reasons they create even fake wars. Can you believe it or not? I tell you, that whole Ukraine war, watch Wag the Dog, that is not a real war. That whole thing is absolutely not a real war. Especially if they have to use a fake video game. They had to use video game footage for one one scene right it was a video yeah. that's, that's one of a hundred different ones sources yeah. of you got this video game arma 3 yeah. there's so many sequences there there are all kinds of photos uh, footage from palestine from 
from Jordania, from Algeria, from, uh, you know, I mean, they don't even get the flags right. You can get, they Photoshop the flags in. It's like, oh my God, it's just, they use crisis actors. You have people that are on the inside. I'm, I mean, I'm in contact with military specialists and stuff. They tell me, you know, if, if Russia was doing that for one thing, why? Why? There's absolutely no logic to it. And then if you go in and you invade a territory, what you do is, number one, you knock out communication, you knock out everything of the structure that is needed for the enemy. You know, water supply, electrical supply, um, sewage, uh, food, uh, or you just knock it out. You, you blow up bridges, you do all of these things to block them in, and then you invade. Boom, game over. Here we see nothing of that, except they've shut down the internet so that the people on the inside cannot communicate with the people on the outside. No, also not knowing, they don't know that the rest of the world thinks that there's a war going on in there. And no, it's just bizarre to say the least. It's very, very odd. And then you have certain areas where there is real fighting going on, at least what's we, what we're being reported and where destruction is made through explosions and so on. But the, when you get information from the inside, what they're saying, it's not the Russians that are doing, it's the Ukrainian army doing it against their own. So you have to ask yourself, how do they know it's the Ukrainian army? You look at this, people look in the distance and see it's Ukrainian uniforms. But does that mean that they're Ukrainian soldiers? Or where did ISIS go that to a very large extent is consisting of private contractors from the West? I would say you just relocate that force and it's just a few, it's not even 2,000 miles or 1,000 miles. You just relocate them in big c 130 boom, and there you got yourself an army that can do the dirty work for you that has nothing to do with anything else. And then you do it in an area where you control as all aspects through the World Economic Forum, we're back to Klaus Schenel Swab, uh, and a certain uh, category or organization that you, we had to become extremely aware of called Young Global Leaders, yes. where they have since the, uh, since the early 90s and maybe even earlier, uh, started preparing good-looking young individuals that come from different bloodlines or uh, families or whatever that they can have seen in the future that person would be perfect there and there and there and there so these people we now see step forward as prime ministers in finland and you got jacinta in new zealand you got uh, trudeau in canada and uh, you got like pop stars like uh, bono you got like uh uh, also, the founders of Google, can you believe it? Uh, Avas, you got um, Wikipedia, you got uh, Bezos. Facebook, Facebook. Hello, hello, hello. Do you know Mark, uh, Mr. AI Zuckerberg? Uh, this guy is also one of these people. And then you have Putin, if that is true. Uh, then he was one of them in the early 90s. And also, I, I heard this interview with an MI6 agent many years ago, where he said he was very, very uh, surprised. He said, because when he was trained in the early years ago in, in London as an MI6 agent, one of the other agents were Vladimir Putin. And oh. I was like, whoa. And then you got Boris Johnson. His dad was MI6. And so it's like these layers of players, you know? So anyway, 
And then you have Selinsky, the president of Ukraine. He was also a graduate from, he, he was graduated in two, the year 2000 from the Young Global Leaders. This is a stand-up comedian, a guy who became famous because he was playing a comedy show called Servant of the People, where he was playing himself as the president. But, but he played this uh, innocent type of guy who didn't really understand what he was doing, but was standing up against corruption and the fo these forces. So he became very popular. This show went on for, I think, five, six years. And then the production company of that show called Cadet 15, something like that. Anyway, they created a political party that was called Servant of the People and funded the whole thing. And then Selinsky, the stand-up comedian, who's now, he's married to a screenwriter, became famous and went into politics without having done anything political at all. And then he was elected president in the Ukraine, a young global leader up against a young global leader, Putin, controlled by Agenda 21 and the World Economic Forum, who are now playing the whole thing out. So what is actually going on? I think that during the last few years, the US uh, superpower, number one, has been deconstructed, especially financially. The whole structure has been knocked out. All small businesses, restaurants, hotels, you name it, inflation up. I mean, it's just going rampant right now. They're succeeding in destroying that superpower. Superpower number two, Russia. So what is going on? I believe that there's an attack on Russia where they had to demonize Russia to be able to attack Russia financially. Now, how did they do that? They claimed that Russia had invaded the Ukraine and suddenly the whole world, like when 99.9999999% of the world media is saying, bad boy, bad boy, bad boy, without asking any questions, you have to ask yourself, what is going on here? This is absurd. Yes, it is. It's so not true. It is directed media attention in one spot so that we will get into the feeling, oh my God, Putin, you naughty boy, you shouldn't have done that. So now all of these companies pulled out, pulled out millions of dollars at the very same time through the World Economic Forum in a one go, ready, steady, and boom, pulled out, boom. Mm -hmm. So I think this is what they're trying to do to destroy superpower number two in this whole thing. And then the new world order would then move their, their um, whole center from the war center from Washington, D.C. to Astana in Kazakhstan that they've pre been preparing for. They've been building these very Freemasonic buildings, very right. holes. It's a bizarre it's place. It's a weird-looking city. Yeah. It's uh, weird, and it's been standing more or less empty for like 15, 20 years. Yeah. So It's like uh, another anyway. Dubai. It almost kind of looks like Dubai a little bit, the way the building is. It does. Yeah. Yeah but, the, yeah, but Dubai doesn't look... It's not Freemasonic as far as I know. That is... These buildings and obelisk and pyramids and... Oh, yes sun this and sun that oh my it's just i have a friend who grew up right in that uh, center of the of the city and it's like they don't know the people there they've never understood why the hell are these building here why who bought, built them why were they built they were there as a preparation for the move of the new world order wow that makes sense 
So what's their timeline? It seems like they're in a rush a little bit. It seems like they're making up for lost time, especially the way they rushed COVID in. And um, more specifically, why in this particular time are they trying, trying to achieve this new world order? I mean, is there something uh, celestial going on or significant about this time? I mean, maybe you don't know. Maybe this is a little out of your, your uh, expertise. But, like, I mean, what, what are they expecting alien overlords to come i mean that sounds maybe out out of this world a little bit but i mean something about this time period ever since especially 2000 and up we've had false flag after false flag after false flag after every every year some fear that we're all afraid of i mean what what are they i know 2030 is the you know they have the project 2030 along with agenda 21 but why this time period I think this is a spiritual battle. You know, I'm down here on a street level, um, you know, crawling around in the dirt trying to figure stuff out. But I think the, the real battle is on a whole different level. This is a battle between good and evil. Uh, and it's a, it's a battle where duality is trying to survive. But where I think and where I'm aiming to try and, and help to lift the world is into a oneness, a transcendence of, of this really ugly thing that is going on here. But at the same time, I believe that I don't judge, uh, I try not to judge the so-called evil or, or dark because it's part of evolving us. It's trying, it's putting a flamethrower under our butt because we've been too lazy and too lame and too self into so much into our own desires that we haven't cared enough. Now we're in a situation where we, we, there's no choice. We're backed up into a corner and we have to show ourselves. Who are we? Who are you? You have to look yourself in the mirror and see who am I? Am I going to be part of the, the robot community or oppressors or whatever, or am I going to be on the side of free human beings that will stand up in beauty and love and compassion, and forgiveness? Who am Because it's coming to a point where there's only two options, I feel. There's, the gray zones are gone. You used to be able to do, well, no, I don't really care. Now, it's, it's almost like COVID had been... Uh, well, you could say almost like an IQ test saying, do you want to go right or left? If you don't get this one, okay, then go take the jab, go use the mask, whatever. Use the mask so we can recognize you. That's a really good one. Thank you so much. Then we know. And if you jab yourself three times, thank you so much. Then we know your IQ is on a certain level. For, for I'm not meaning that in a, in a disrespectful way. This is from their own writings, their own quotes and so on. The... Uh, the advisor to the French president many years ago, he was saying exactly, we need to take out certain parts of the population, but we cannot do it. Uh, it's very hard for us to, to locate all of these people. So let's do it like this. They choose themselves. So we see who goes that way, who goes that way. They will destroy themselves. Then we have the rest ones to deal with. So it, it is indirect IQ test. But at the same time, <clears throat> these forces on a higher level are trying to help us evolve, I think. So we're being pushed through like a birth canal of, of really challenging things where anything unhealed will come up to the surface. 
I don't know if you know this, but I can almost guarantee you that your life, more or less every single day, has a new theme of stuff coming up to the surface. Where, like, where in the old days, it was like maybe one thing a year or something like that. And now it's like boom, 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 boom. So the question is, what is going on? I think the timeline, I believe that uh, I have been part of messing up this timeline um, a lot Millions of people have helped me mess it up a lot for these dark forces. And I thank you. You're so welcome. It's a joy, I tell you. Uh, and I have this from CIA whistleblower Chip Tatum as well. He said every single operation that we have messed with or stopped or whatever, it can cause like months of delay down the line because their timeline has been very, very tight to be able. And also, you know, one operation maybe in Stockholm, <coughs> the alleged uh, truck attack there was part of trying to get uh, the population of many different NATO countries to support the bombings of Syria. Do you know these type of things? So when you expose that one, then it stops the other thing. So there's all of these things that are working together that every single time we mess it up, it slows down, it slows down, it slows down. <clears throat> and they had to regroup and rethink. And so that's when I thought when Chip told me that, I just said, let's keep messing it up for them. I mean, let's just do our absolute best. Non-violent, but mess it up big time. So I believe that 2012 was a year that they were really focusing on, boom, that is when we take over. And that so didn't happen. And then from then on, they tried to regroup and refine. And then, and then <clears throat> in the year of, uh, in the fall of 2019, I really felt we are having them on the run. It, the dark empire is falling apart. It's really, we're coming to an end. We're like, yay, yay, yay. And boom, in on stage came Corona. The, I think the last real, they're bringing everything on the table. They're using everything in their arsenal. All the, Every weapon they have against the psychological, physical, biological, whatever, they are throwing it in there now because it's the last attempt for the Dark Empire to, to survive. <clears throat> and now recently, I just saw that, that in the US, they're really trying to push for anti-lynching laws. I mean, anti-lynching laws. I didn't even know that it was legal to lynch anyone. As far as I know, it's never been. But who is afraid of being lynched? It's them. Because they know millions and millions and millions and millions of people are becoming aware of who's actually doing it to them. And so where, where can they go? I don't envy them, I tell you. They have a lot of bad karma on their hands and they're being pushed also. <clears throat> so... The timeline used to be Agenda 21. It's, it was started in the early 90s where they made the set this whole bizarre, to say the least, agenda of how to get global control. <clears throat> the idea of the New World Order agenda, which is another name for the same thing, has been going on for many, 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 many years before that. But anyway, <clears throat> Agenda 21 had a part a goal called Agenda 2030. It's just like a step stone, a stepping stone 2030. That's why it's, they, they talk about Agenda 2030. No, and it's something different than Agenda 21. Agenda 21 stands for the 21st century, the agenda for the 21st century. But what is happening now is that because so many of us are becoming aware of what's going on and they keep failing, this whole COVID operation is also a massive failure because so many of us are just saying like, we're so not doing it. 
Yeah. This is what you can get from me. And absolutely no way am I doing it. So it's how do how also when people are being so numbed down by terror movies and, and computer games, how can you keep individuals like that fearful? I mean, they try with Zika virus and like a, a virus that will eat the brains of babies. Okay, how do you overdo that? How how can you make that worse when people are no longer afraid of of the viruses that eat babies' brains? You can't really push it anymore. Uh, so the, it's it, the weapons are taken away from them. So I think they're freaking out. I really hope so, and that's why they're speeding it up. That's why they're starting to get more and more sloppy. That's why many of them are disappearing. Many doubles are stepping forward that don't even look like the originals. I mean, people claim that clones, I have no idea, possibly. But otherwise, I mean, Prince, uh, Prince Charles, the new one, really... I mean, come on. You, it's like, it's a joke. Hillary, uh, there's a lead four of her. Biden. Um, Biden's got oh, to be a yeah, but, but But now you're in an area also where, where you get into more and more... Um, 3D technology, no, sorry, um, green, green screen, screen technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh my God, it's getting so advanced. So nowadays, we have no idea to know who's actually saying stuff or who's actually doing stuff because now even on TikTok, you have these app, burp, burp, you can swap faces and you can make my voice say things. But it's like, imagine what they have. It's, so we have no idea. Well, Putin said that. Did he really? Well, Trump said that. Did he really? I don't know. I didn't hear him say that. I just saw something on the screen. And so we are at a place also with green screen technology where you can create anything, even dinosaurs and stuff that looks really alive. So who knows what is actually going on in the world? And that's where I say one way of finding out that is to look out through the window. And I, I don't know about you, but when I look out the window, it looks goddamn beautiful and amazing and unbelievably incredible with butterflies and birds and plants that grows. I don't even know how they grow. You know, how does a plant grow? When does it die? It's like oh, the magic is out there. And then yeah. I look at this screen in front of me and that's where these screens that are labeled smart. It is a misspelling. It should be E-V-I-L is the correct spelling of these screens in front of us. It's like a sewage opening that are delivering a lot of information that we have no idea about. Is it true or is it not? So, well, I'm going to do some research on Google. Well, good luck on that. Who owns Google? Will they show you? Will you find what they don't want you to show to see? Will you find what they want you to see? Well, I did my research. Did you really? These type of things, we're like, we're so, well, I, I am a researcher. I have, well, have you? Have I? How do we know what is true and what is not? Yeah. I know this. When it comes from them, it will be fear-based and they will serve, they will present a solution. This is the reason why you're afraid. Here is the solution. When that arrives, when this is presented, I know it's from them. When it's not fear-based, it's a different story. But it's really interesting because now we're living in an inverted reality where everything that is said to be good for us is actually bad. And everything that is said to be bad for us is actually good. Everything they try to ban, I really look into because I'm like, 
Really? That's so interesting. Cinnamon? Let's ban cinnamon. Why do they want to ban cinnamon? I had to look into it. Colloidal silver, uh, you know, whatever it is. Uh, they're showing it to us. It's upside down. If you think you live in a crazy world, no, absolutely not. Just turn it upside down. Makes absolute sense. Right. It's true. Every what, What's up is down and down is up. And yeah. It, this, this is, everything's inverted and backwards in these times. Now there's, it's hard. There's been some people that have spoken out a little bit. And one thing that's interesting to me, there's a lady that was with Werner von Braun before he passed away. And he said to her, you may have heard this before, but that they, that um, first there's going to be a cold war. And that's going to be fake. And then the terrorists, they're going to be fake. And it's going to be asteroids. And then it's going to be extraterrestrials. And he said, all which are fake. And he always said the last card, this lady's name was Carol. Uh, and he said, the last card, remember Carol, is the alien card. We're going to, ha we're going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens. And all of it, he said, is a lie. So... It looks like they're throwing the whole kitchen sink at us. That's, that's what I'm saying. It, it is full on. They're desperately trying to do whatever they can to divert our attention or, or knock us out, you know, or poison us or kill us or get ourselves to jab ourselves to death or whatever. They're, I think they're desperate. Either they're so cocky that they, they know they, they, the game, they have the game and it's just a matter of time before we surrender or it's falling apart. I think it, I really hope and feel in my heart that it's falling apart. I think it's going to fall down. This empire is, you know, like very, very quickly. I'm thinking about months. People say, oh, 2030 or 2025. I can't even think that long, you know, that far ahead. I think it's a matter of months before this suddenly starts cracking up. And and, uh, and I really hope so as well, because I'm very tired. I must say it's been a long journey and uh, I would like to enjoy life, even though I love life, but uh, enjoy it without all of these PTSD things being thrown at us all the time. Absolutely. So you, you know a few insiders, and I know that Q was a PSYOP in some way or some form, but are there good people behind the scenes? Like you said, that some of these people may be taken out, doubles or clones are put in. I mean, do you think there are good people that are fighting um, in the inside good insiders or good uh, good insiders that are fighting of course i mean i i believe that people are good you know humans are good uh, the way i see it and then some of us are messed up will join the club it's part of being i don't know but it, it basically you a human being is a beautiful thing that has the rules in, in their heart, you know. There's about 10 of them. Don't kill, don't lie, don't steal. Be respectful, especially to the elders. Don't take somebody else's spouse. And by the way, treat people the way you want to be treated. That's about it. You don't need so many other laws. That's it. Stay to that. But then there are psychopaths and they are born without empathy. They, they were really good in the old days when we needed somebody to go on on Kamisaki, to, uh, you know, like 
suicide missions or, or frontline against the enemy without uh, any fear. They were perfect for that, but we're not in that situation anymore. And what happened is that we've let these individuals, born psychopaths or people that have been broken down and became sociopaths with the same type of behavior, we've let them, because we've been too lazy, let them into power positions. They work very hard and they, they are thriving on power and all kinds of weird, bizarre stuff uh, that drives them that doesn't drive us. And so here we are in a situation where so we think we're up against this humongous enemy. It's not big. There are a few thousand in total. We are billions. We are billions. But you have these super psychos that have worked themselves into positions that looks really powerful, like the Wizard of Oz. When we pull the curtain, suddenly we will see, oh my God, look at her. There's one, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. It's like once you start seeing the World Economic Forum, when you see the young global leaders, as soon as you see it's one of the young global leaders, you know, it's, it's one of theirs. Don't even listen. Don't spend two seconds listening to that individual. It's just like a walking psychological operation against us. That individual, not trustworthy. If they've been to the building room meetings, I don't think so. If they're like uh, staged or fake uh, elections, uh, like Biden, have I listened like maybe 12 seconds? Absolutely not. I don't even put my attention there at all. Yeah. Instead, I focus on the heart, on what is right, what is true, what is pure, how, what kind of world would I like to see? Is this fair? Is it not? And see, how can I spread this in the world? How can I make every single room I go into at least have the intention of making it a better place than it was before I entered? Or if you can feel that when you die, that it is a better place than when you came to this world, I think that's a good place to be. And then the more you become aware of how few they are, how few the methods are, how few the templates are, then you have to you have to step up and say, listen, this is not okay. It's like being in a in a schoolyard and you have this bully that are beating up the small kids. Do you dare to stand up against them and say, listen, back off? back off or you have to deal with me. I know I'm half your size. I'm still going to confront you and say it's not okay because it is not okay. We all know it's not okay for a bully to beat a baby or whatever. But how many of us have the courage to stand up and say, back off, back off, behave. If you behave, you're welcome. If not, you're not welcome here. We, I mean, and this is humanity are now up against a bully. It's but it's the same way like a single serial killer can keep New York in terror. It's one messed up individual with a kitchen knife and a mask. And you can have a million people that are locking their doors and buying guns or whatever. It's unbelievable. When you look at it, it's a joke. Same here with the so-called elite. I mean, I have other words that would be not so fancy and not so flattering to them, but they call themselves the elite. <clears throat> when you look at them, it's not hard to find out who they are. I mean, it's been, uh, I mean, it's so easy to pinpoint. There's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. We're mapping them and they know it. They used to be hiding, be able to hide in the shadows. Not anymore. The curtain has been pulled. So it's super simple. And it's very often just a handful of people that are controlling each country. 
that's how they've been working with the Bilderberg Group, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, Club of Rome. All of the, it's out in the open. Who's actually behind the scenes, actually pulling the strings? It's a different one because that is where it starts getting difficult. And one of these um, families that are behind that is a Swedish family. I would say that is their name is Wallenberg. Wallenberg. That family is a major part of deep state, I tell you, that very few people are aware of. So I'm really trying to put the light there. <clears throat> but anyway, so the thing is, if you, if you are 400 people and you have one person with a knife or a gun, should, should we do as this person say or should we do something about it? I think do something about it. You know, because or live in fear. When you look at it's all the time fear based. It's like they say, if you don't put on a mask, you will. Or if you don't do that, you will. Well, what if we say, okay, bring it on? Well, in that case, this, well, bring it on. Yeah, but, 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 but soon they will. If you're not fearful, I'm saying, I'm not saying this is easy. I mean, I get shit scared sometimes and go into mouse mode or whatever, you know, but I know that the way forward is just to say, this is not okay. I'm not doing it. I am just not doing it. Go there or else, or else what? And it, it comes to a point, and I think we're there when it's actually a matter of life and death. If we follow when the rules that they say, you have to take another 15 boosters and you have to, you have to or else we're playing with our lives. We are really playing with our lives and the lives of our kids. And we, we don't want it. We are in this situation and we have to make a stand just saying, I'm so not going to do it. I am not going to do it over my dead body. I'm not doing it. Well, in that case, well, bring it on. So we have to get some kind of backbone and challenge ourselves. And indirectly, it's a blessing where life is saying, shape up, shape up. This is not from Wusses anymore. If you want to come to the next level of beauty and understanding, compassion, you have to purify yourself. You have to go through this brutal, brutal phase of, of uh, squeezing out any impurity in you or go under. That's simple. Boom. That's it. The choice is yours. Who are you? Well said. That's very good. And we really are at a point where the world got red-pilled from what just happened to the point where they've shown their hand. And now more than any, any of the work that any of us could have done has happened by itself from people seeing this. So now there are people awake to different degrees but they are awake and they know who is behind this now. So I, I'm with you. I think that they're not going to be able to carry this on too much longer because they've been, they've been found out about. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it, the thing is, uh, Lumas, either we go straight down the drain. If they get, to, if they get their plans through, if they, everything goes according to plan for them, the future is going to be, I mean, look at all of these Hollywood movies they're showing us. It's going to be horrendous. So in my world, that's not an option. I'm not going there. Or we manage to really transcend this whole thing 
with a pure mind, brave heart, and just the, the focus on us, not me, on, on liberty, freedom, equality for everyone, forgiveness also, compassion, and, and transcending this whole, don't fight it, transcend it. Don't fight it. If you fight your, we are up against military forces that are way, I mean, that if you go uh, fist fight or brutal or whatever, the shooting power is against us. They will use any kind of thing against us. We have to do it peacefully, but absolutely fearfully and fearful, fearless uh, to transcend this whole thing. I, I think it's super important how we deal with this because if we go into this, with lynching them if that is the way forward if we manage to do that that is creating a lot of bad karma it will just take us back into a state that is not good at all we have to transcend this in a beautiful way the way it's supposed to be done not easy but not important impossible i tell you so the time has come we are the ones we've been waiting for we, there's no one else it is us it is you i have been waiting for me there will be no one that will come and save us we have to do it ourselves we have to do it ourselves sorry i wish uh, i didn't have to do it but sorry options out the way there are no tokens anymore uh, you know i don't want this i don't want it either but it's there boom deal with it and we were meant to be here in this time so i that's what i think of we were meant to be here chosen to be these people well Ole, we got to wrap it up so you want to throw out your website and any good works that you're going to be doing in the future and any last words <laughs> any last There's, words can i have a cigarette as well yeah. <laughs> whatever you like what? My website is lightonconspiracies.com. Uh, I, I want to say that uh, we're in the process of trying to build a home here uh, on Bali. We escaped here to Bali. We're part of creating a, a place here. And our intention here is that it's going to be a small little place, but for change makers, people that are really making a change in the world that can come here, rest a little bit, get empowered, and then go up, uh, back out and do good. But we need finances. We are, uh, you know, we have absolutely no way of doing it ourselves. So if anyone out there feels that they have a possibility of helping us make this a, a reality, please, I tell you, please, uh, this is a fantastic place to do it here on Bali. And uh, so any help in that direction. Uh, also, I think it's a very good time now also because the financial system is going to go. So people who are sitting with a lot of money, not knowing what they're going to do with it, is they have the option either do something with it that can make a difference for all of us. I mean, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for all of us. Do that or see the money disappear. I mean, it's going to crash, it seems like, pretty soon. So action time. And then also I would like to thank you uh, for creating this platform i mean was it 194 shows or something like that 98 impressive very impressive that shows stamina uh intention pure intention and a brave heart so i applaud you, Thank you. and then i want to finish with a prayer and it goes like this may the entire universe be filled with peace and joy love and light May everyone, and especially the ones who hurt us, especially the ones who hurt us, be filled with peace and joy, 
love and light. May the light of truth overcome all darkness. So victory to that light. I tell you, I just want to say the worst assholes in your life are the best teachers. I wish it was not, but that's the way it is. The ones that we're trying to avoid, the ones that we, oh my God, I can't stand that person. Horrible individuals in your life are the best teachers. They're trying to show you, you are not whole here. You have this, you need to heal this pain. And then you have individuals like Kill Bill and these individuals who are doing it to so many of us at the same time. We need to thank them. My God, such an asshole. It's incredible how many people he has helped to wake up. So turn it around, stop being a victim, take the power back by informing yourself and then stand in your truth and say, absolutely no way. If you want to go kill someone, if you want depopulation, feel free. There's a window over there. Jump. Nobody's yes. going to miss you. You know, not a worry. You live by example, kill yourself. Maybe you inspire other people to do the same until then. I'm not going to say fuck off, but that's what I mean. Uh, go get a life. Find an island, kill yourself, bring your friends, whatever, but leave the rest of us alone. We only want peace, love, harmony, and understanding. And now I am going to be quiet. Ole, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Everything you said was spot on, and it just shows us the time we're in and the fork in the road, and you're welcome back anytime on this platform. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, thank you. Coming from the perspective of complete freedom. Coming from wisdom outside the system and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Channel Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole, cause what you see real life. You're watching this world unfold, the truth beneath the lies. Rekindling what's been stole, the need to free one's mind. Uncover the truth exposed, so people see the light. Let's shut it down so we can know. It's simple, we just break it down a little bit so we can process all. Make the switch.